Hello. Hello. Welcome back to our podcast, Don't Talk About It. Presented by Two Pods and a Pig. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jasmine. And this season we're talking about urban legends. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Scottish house demon. Before I start the um, legend, I just want to put out a disclaimer that this story is a fictional story and that the names are altered from the original legend. Oh, so they actually had names in the original legend? Yeah, they did. Were they Scottish names? Yes. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't quite remember. Okay, so we're going to begin. As a child, did you ever believe that there was a monster underneath your bed? No, actually. In your closet? Okay, I didn't think that there was a monster in my closet, but I couldn't sleep if the closet door was open. Because I just couldn't sleep if there were open doors near me. It's so weird. So you closed your entire room off? Yeah. Strange. Like, all of my doors had to be closed and it had to be pitch black. Or else I couldn't sleep. Bro, you're just a problem child. You're like, I need this and I need that, or I can't sleep. Yeah. Then I'm gonna whine. Like, I couldn't even have a nightlight. That would disturb me. I never had a nightlight. I think, no, my dad would always watch on TV while I was sleeping, so it was fine with nice mm. and light. Okay, back to the legend. So, well, in this case, there was a monster underneath the bed. Uh-huh. But the house it, demon? Yes, and it's not one you want to get angry. So it all began in a small town in Scotland. The McCarrolds household was like your ordinary household. They stockpiled food like cereal and honey for emergencies. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie McCarroll, a young little girl who doesn't know any better, recently made a new friend, Patrick. Patrick. Yes, side note. Did you have any imaginary friends as a child? No. What did you do as a child? I didn't. I, okay, I have a question. Yes. Why is it so acceptable that children have imaginary friends? Like, wouldn't you be freaked out a little bit if your daughter was just talking to thin air and thought there was, like, an actual thing there? You see, the thing is, you want their imagination to run free. Yes, I, I want my child to have an imagination, but I do not want them talking to thin air thinking there is, like, an actual thing there the thing is when i think about imaginary friends usually i'm not talking to them well i guess when i was a child i'd be like the floor is lava wait did you have imaginary friends i think i had one at one point but like i don't remember i don't remember (laughs) that's the thing it's been so long oh no it's like an um uh, inside Out. Yeah, Inside Out. You forgot about him. <gasps> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, imaginary friend, if you're listening. <laughs> Back to the story. Well, the rest of the family believes that Patrick was Mackenzie's imaginary friend mm-hmm. and dismissed the thought of, like, any danger or threat. Mm-hmm. The day passed on. The next morning, Jamie, Mackenzie's sister, mm-hmm. woke up to yelling from the kitchen area. It seemed that her sister was once again getting yelled at for, what was it, eating all the honey? I mean, same. <laughs> Why would you eat the honey by yourself? That's, that's so weird. I mean, it's like a spoonful of honey by itself, but not like the whole jar. These are multiple jars. 
These are like five jars of honey. Dang. And it's expensive honey, okay? It's like... Yes, I know, expensive honey. <laughs> <laughs> Organic, you know? Yeah. Straight you from know, the for hive. Christmas, I got three bottles of honey from Hawaii. Dang. <laughs> Someone here is a honey ad. Um, no, it's added. really good honey that you could only find at this, like, one store in one island. Oh, my God, I sound so, like, pretentious. She's like, yes, I must This is, like, a once-in-ten-year thing that I get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not that pretentious. Sure, Jasmine. Although fake sure. honey does taste kind of weird to me. I don't know. I usually just go to the market, get the bottle of honey. Yeah, because fake... Is um, that fake? I don't yeah. think it's fake. Fake honey is just, I think, like corn syrup and some kind of like little bit of real honey and like flavoring. Very strange. We're gonna have to check our bottle next time I get honey. Okay, wait. So, um, running down the stairs, Jamie heard Mackenzie trying to <laughs> defend herself. It wasn't me. It was Patrick. He was hungry. Slamming her hands on the counter. My mother yelled, you are grounded for the rest of the month. Which is every child's nightmare. I never got grounded. Because you're a good kid. No. My parents didn't believe in grounding. (laughs) (laughs) I sat in the corner. That means you're grounded. And they took away my, like, books. That is grounding, because that gives you... No, they would still let me, like, hang out with my friends and stuff. I think the whole point of grounding is to, like, take away some, like, enjoyment, but you can't take away all of it. So your parents probably thought you enjoyed reading more than hanging out with people. Yeah. And that's that was why too they took away. <laughs> yeah. It make me socialize even more when I was grounded. Sad. Okay, wait. Storming up, storming up to her room, Mackenzie was crying. The next day, a sense of deja vu um, overcame Jamie. As she woke up to screaming once again. However, this time it was about alcohol. Now, this alcohol is expensive. It's like been aging for years, maybe even centuries. It's expensive. And you're like, what is this young child that's like not even like eight years old drinking alcohol for? Or not drinking. These are the signs of a problem, child. (laughs) Step one. Talk to an imaginary friend. Step two, eat like three jars of honey. Step three, (laughs) alcohol. So what her mom thought had happened was that Mackenzie dumped all the alcohol into the sink. Uh I don't know why, but apparently that's what she thought. I guess that's the only logical explanation for your child. I mean... At least the mom didn't think that her child drinking was yeah getting drunk. Mm. <laughs> Bro, but like, mm. okay. So once again, Mackenzie was claiming that uh, Patrick was hungry, and that was the only thing that she could give him since all, she was banned from getting all the honey. They still had more honey. They, they still had more honey. You know it's expensive honey. You know you'd stock those up. They stockpiled honey. I stockpile... Okay, I didn't stockpile honey, but with all the honey I got for Christmas, that Mm. should last me, like, five years. It wasn't really that much. It was, like... It was half the... 
one bottle of the honey I got was like half the size of an average container of honey. Ah, so it's very tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Back to the story. After being reprimanded, Mackenzie marched back up to her room. Monday finally rolled around. This was all during the weekend. Of course. You know, those kids on the weekends just getting weird. Yeah. And right at 10 a.m., the home phone rang. Dun, dun, dun. What has happened? Okay, so, um, the mother picked up the phone, and, uh, wait, (laughs) Jamie was, uh, looking at her mother's facial expressions, and they were all, like, they were from some, okay, I'm fine mood, to, like, getting really worried, and, like, (gasps) you kind of know what I'm talking about? Mm, Yep, of course. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and then, um... Mackenzie was in the hospital. That's what the phone call was about. I mean, uh, why? It was Patrick, wasn't it? What? Speculations. Your demon slash imaginary friend. See, the thing is, she doesn't know it's a demon. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, upon arriving at the hospital, the mother questioned my sister, er, Mackenzie, and blamed... And Mackenzie blamed Patrick once again. Of course. Yes, you know Patrick. He's just a bud. He's a scrap goat. Square to God. It's gonna be the um the main character, the main sister the whole time. There was no Patrick. <gasps> that would be kind of funny though. Not funny, but like. Nice. <laughs> wait, wait, how wait. old is she supposed to be again? She's like eight. Mm. Elementary, you know, okay. those like little kids. So apparently. Patrick made all all Mackenzie's friends hate her so that they would beat her up. Oh my god. Which I'm kind of like... Eight-year-olds. Yeah. You know, the eight-year-olds are just scariest. They're like tiny and they come at you and they're like, ah! And you're like, help me! (laughs) You've been beaten up by eight-year-olds before? No, but I can imagine it. (laughs) Dude, they're scary because they're so tiny and you don't want to hurt them. And then they're just like, bro, I'm gonna fight you. Okay. <laughs> you know, babysitting must go really well for you. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, the mother did not believe them. Mm-hmm. So, Mackenzie, so they took Mackenzie home and she was sent straight to her room. And they were locked her in her room. Okay? So, Jamie was curious about this because she heard, um,. Mackenzie going on and on about this about Patrick and how he's doing all of this and that he needs to eat expensive stuff and that if he doesn't he gets very angry wow so she researched this Patrick very refined taste I know he's a fancy one you know, tippity top top with the, with the, you know, with the like top hats and the like monocle. Of course, of course. That's how I'm imagining. <laughs> yes. And you know the big bushy white beard. Oh yeah. Or no, not beard, mustache. Yes, mustache. Except that it's supposed to be Scotland. <laughs> oh, the red <laughs> bushy mustache. Oh, is that kind of? Okay, we're playing into stereotypes. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Kind of. Jamie yells out throughout the house. Mackenzie was telling the truth. 
So, Patrick is a house demon. Yes? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. If he's a house demon, is he kind of, like, anchored to the house? I'll explain that later. It comes in later. Okay. So, this particular species of house demons, they need to be... The only way that they can manifest and, like, latch onto someone is if the host gives them a name. So they're kind of like a parasite. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And that once they latch on, they will not leave. Okay. So the demon... So once you invite him in, he'll eat all your expensive things. He only eats expensive things. Wow. So that's why the expensive honey and the expensive alcohol disappeared. So we all know Mackenzie wasn't drinking or eating it. That's a good part. (laughs) So the thing is, when the demon doesn't get its tribute, Mm -hmm. it gets angry. I see. And when it gets angry, it will harm you. Oh, like kill you? Oh, Mackenzie getting beat up. Oh. Since it's um invisible, it can't really hit you, but it, it can influence things around you. That's the thing. Influence like mind control or like suggestions? It's kind of like mind control. Uh-huh. It's more mind control than suggestion. Mm-hmm. Suggestions. I, well, I mean, they can. he can do both, but he mainly minds controls. Okay. Okay. Continuing on. Now, if that warning is not heeded, the spirit will take away its host to become the spirit's internal slave. Eternal slave. Do you really want an eight-year-old as your slave forever? But, like, I don't know. Maybe they, like, still grow up until, like, that age where you're just, like, kind of, like, chilling. Okay, but if they kept aging, then it's like... I don't know. I, I'm pre- also serving until they die, basically. No, I think they're immortal. They, like, they turned immortal, and then they're ch- bounded to the spirit forever. Yeah, but then they'd be an eight-year-old forever. I'm pretty sure there's some way where you can control the age. Wait, so does a demon by any chance have like a whole army of servants from the past people who... Probably. I mean... Like other people who lived in... Like other people who lived in the house. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I mean, it could actually be. Okay. It is a creepy house. Okay, so. Where was I? (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't imagining a creepy house. Imagining like a regular, like suburban house. Well, you know, those regular houses, those typical houses, tend to be the most haunted. Mm. You know, you put, like, a pretty outside to attract people in, and then they die, and you're like, woohoo, party! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, well, if you ever become a ghost, I know what you're doing. Um, No comment. Okay, back to the legend. So, rushing into Mackenzie's room, the mother and Jamie found Mackenzie missing. There were no signs of struggle or being kidnapped, according to the police officer, and that 
nothing was out of the ordinary. She just disappeared. Huh. The mother's still in disbelief. Just, just told the police officer to get out and like, told the rest of the family that it's normal. Mackenzie will come back, right? She'll come back. Maybe. But later that evening, Jamie peeked into uh, Mackenzie's room and she saw the mother sitting down with the expensive honey and alcohol surrounding her, praying to Patrick to return her daughter. So she she finally started believing in... I think that, um, yeah, once her daughter disappeared... She started believing in it because how can you not the evidence right in front the evidence is right in front of you. Mm-hmm. She's gone and there's no returning. I see. The moral of the lesson is don't always believe your children are lying. Wait, is that the end of it? Yes. Oh. That's it. Leaves okay. you on a cliffhanger. You never know um, what's happened. Couple things. Um so I'm assuming so he's like he can't can he leave the house? Like he, so he he's a wherever. spirit. He goes wherever. And right. So if like a child, I, I assume this isn't part of the legend. Oh, this is my assumption part. Um, influence other eight year olds. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're younger, it's the idea when you're younger, you have like more of a creative mind. So like you can still see past the barrier mm-hmm. kind of thing. As you grow older, your mind starts to get clouded. Mm-hmm. So when you're younger, you can kind of see Patrick, or the demon. Mm -hmm. So once you see him and he starts acting all friendly, you name him, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when it all goes downhill from there. I see. Actually doing a research paper (laughs) on um, the ties between um, genius and insanity. Mm-hmm. And basically what they found is that a lot of people who have been considered geniuses, yeah. yeah, they're basically like their peak moment in their career have been when they're like younger because of the creativity. Yeah. Like the person who invented um, Braille, he was early teens. I mean, so like the person who invented Braille did it at a pretty young age. Mm-hmm. And for other stuff like... um. I think Newton had, he discovered like something about gravity or something when he was like 19 mm-hmm. or around that age. Yeah. So they found like a direct correlation between, um, I forgot what the actual like brain stuff is. Yeah. But people who are younger do tend to be more creative. As you grow older, less creative, I guess. And humanity starts showing its true colors, humanity. It's kind of like when you grow older, you see everything as it is, and you don't, like... Mm-hmm. So, you, when you're a child, like you're not um, as exposed to the dark side of a humanity as you are as you're an adult. Because you're less influenced by other stuff. You're more of an open book, so you're more open to different things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of adults are more set on their beliefs. Yeah. Science. Wait, I do have one more thing. Okay, shoot. So I'm assuming every couple years or something, when a new family moves into the house, Mm -hmm. the whole cycle starts over again? The thing is, probably, the thing, the 
House Spirit can actually jump houses. It's not trapped to one house. Let's see. And, like, since it mainly targets little kids because of their open-mindedness, mm-hmm. it probably jumps house a lot because you never know when um, um, family moves in without kids, which is pretty common now mm-hmm. today in uh, America. Yeah, especially yeah, if it's, like, a retired couple. Yeah. And then, you know how it manifests when it gets an actual name, right? Mm-hmm. So is it, like, oh, after, like, 100 years or so, it doesn't have that name anymore and has to get a new name? It, its name is tied to the host. Oh. So, like, once, if the host dies or becomes his internal slave, his or her, then it returns to its original form and waits for its next victim. Wait, I thought the servant was, like, immortal. It is. You know, you get an army. Mm. I mean, even though the servant's immortal, how is it going to feed? Yeah. I mean, I guess once it becomes useless, just yeah. kills the servant. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Well, then. I think that's it for this episode. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And be sure to check out our website and all of our other social medias. And, oh, be sure to comment. Uh, yes. Whatever. Whatever you want, just comment. We'd appreciate it. Or any names that you would give a house spirit in your area. I guess. <laughs> you named yours Patrick. I can name it whatever I want. Okay. Not the first name I would pick. But, okay. Well, okay. Thanks for listening. Bye.